Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the On Point Podcast. I am your host, Pastor Greg Locke, where we're going to talk about three very exciting things on every podcast, especially today, faith, family, and politics. It doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure out that we're living in some crazy days and the political scene in America is an absolute nightmare. But one of the things that's causing it to be more of a vitriolic nightmare is conservative censorship. If you don't believe that we are being censored, then your head is in the sand like an ostrich and you are not paying attention. We have got to wake up, ladies and gentlemen, because we indeed are being pushed back against and it's time that we stand up and we push back. Today, we have a very interesting caller that is going to talk to us for a little bit that is a specialist in this area and it's Mr. Ryan Hartwig and he has done some very, very interesting independent investigations. He's worked with Project Veritas and I want to say thank you, Ryan, for being on the on point show today so welcome say hello to our listeners yeah thanks for having me on greg uh it's a pleasure to be here i uh, i went public about a month ago as an insider at facebook and i uh, came out in a video with project veritas i i filmed with a hidden camera for many months while working as a content moderator at facebook wow listen before we get into some of the specifics of that uh, I want you to just kind of let our listeners understand because we have a lot of them and they're super, you know, loyal to the program and, and they understand my rants and how I rave and preach about things. Kind of give them a scope, Ryan, if you would, at, at really the problem that we are facing. Because I, I think some people hear me say conservative censorship and they're like, oh, yeah, every now and again they take down a Jesus post on Facebook. But let them know how deep the rabbit hole really is in this movement against us. Yeah, as I've said in, um, in other places, uh, you know, this is built into the framework of, of Facebook's policy. Hmm. So, you know, as a content moderator, they train you and they give you this kind of a legal, legal wording that you're supposed to follow the, the standards and the policy. But, but the way, you know, they have it worked into the system. It's not just a few, you know, rogue content moderators that are liberals. Sure. It's baked into the pie, so to speak. Oh, wow. Um, so, so it's like, it's like the culture yeah. of the entire environment then, like the, the culture of the foundation itself is, you know, make sure there's certain people that you censor and certain people that you don't. Would that be kind of a proper assessment? Yeah, and and they can they can make exceptions to their policy anytime they want. They can change their their policy anytime they want. Um, and we'll get go, we'll get into this more about some of their policies on on abortion and and that kind of thing. But yeah, the the wording itself in the the policy language, uh, you know, favors liberals and uh, censors conservative viewpoints. My goodness. Let our listeners kind of know, because this is this is kind of fascinating to me, because a guy like you that, that has some courage and some boldness, I really like that. And I think people's courage is contagious, if you will. What, what is it like to have a hidden camera to go into a, an environment that could turn very hostile very, very quickly or very legal very, very quickly? What, what, is, what is that kind of like? I mean, is it your, your palms sweaty? Is it like the TV show show? What, what's it like to, to be somebody like that that's a reporter? Yeah, um, it, it is very, very... Uh, nerve-wracking uh there were for the beginning i was just very very paranoid you know you think that everyone knows that you're filming or they can see the camera mm. but you know you get comfortable after a while but there's one meeting in the video with project veritas where um i was meeting with hr and that's probably the most nervous i've been because when you get pulled in with hr to begin with you're nervous yeah and then i was wearing a camera to add <laughs> on to it so yeah I, I can imagine you you felt a little bit like uh 
working under some communist KJB or something like that, smuggling Bibles into China or something. You know, it probably makes you feel a little bit odd. Uh, t- tell our folks, yeah. if you would, uh, kind of what happened last uh, week, I believe it was, you with, with Representative Matt Getz, and uh, some, some pretty big stuff kind of went down between him and Mark Zuckerberg, and you've kind of been eyewitness to all of this. Yeah, uh, so about a week ago, uh, well, I I'd originally reached out to Matt Gates actually prior to prior to the video release a month ago, mm-hmm. and I gave Matt Gates' office a lot of documentation that's not known to the public. And so they were able to look at that over the last month. And this past Monday, about a week ago, uh, Matt Gates announced that they're launching a criminal referral into Mark Zuckerberg for perjury. Oh, wow. Um, so they send that to the DOJ. So the perjury occurred, or, you know, alleged perjury occurred um, in April of 2018 when Zuckerberg testified in Congress that Facebook does not censor political speech. And during two years of working there, I witnessed the exact opposite. <laughs> you, yeah. You've seen it firsthand. You know that they do, and so they can say what they want to. And I know we have to say, you know, alleged perjury. It was perjury. Yeah. <laughs> There's no doubt yeah. about the fact that, yeah. uh, that these people are lying. And, uh, you know, we, if we don't play by their rules, then we get canned. We watch. We see that a lot. We're shadow banned often. Uh, videos are removed often. I mean, even right now, for some foolish reason, I, I can't post on TikTok. I don't know why, Brian, but whatever. I, I've tried to put him on that. But, I mean, We're no matter what you do, I mean, if you if you come up with a conservative idea, you're looked at like you you know you have five eyes in your face, and they're just gonna <laughs> they're gonna get to a place where they censor you. And, and you know, there's really no freedom of speech in this nation. There needs to be, but uh, there just isn't. And I don't think that people realize the heinousness that is against us. And if people like you don't whistleblow, as it were, and expose this nonsense mm-hmm. and be courageous and stand up, I think we are really going to lose a lot more freedoms and rights than we're willing to give up on. I tell our folks all the time, although I'm a pastor, I'm super political, and we are one election away from losing everything that we hold dear in this nation. And this is one of the reasons yep. that we're going to lose it, because we're not pushing back uh, as conservatives, as Bible believers, whatever you want to call yourself, we're not pushing back against this censorship. And so when people like you stand up and speak out, man, it really encourages me and increases my boldness. Uh, we were laughing before the show started because uh, I think your Twitter feed has grown by like 15,000 people uh, in just the last <laughs> week or so. And uh, this guy, ladies yeah. and gentlemen, this guy, he's like uber famous in Brazil. And that's super cool. <laughs> uber famous that's, in Brazil. Hey, man, in Brazil, this is legit, bro. Yeah, so it yeah. doesn't matter. <laughs> So, uh, Mr. Brazilian yeah. famous here. Ed, t- take a moment and kind of tell us what you were saying before we kind of entered into the studio about the whole censorship there as far as, you know, Christianity versus Islam. Because, you know, you can say anything you want to against Jesus, but God forbid you say anything, yeah. you know, exclusively against other religions. Speak to that for a minute if you could. Yeah. So, so I moderated content um, in both Latin America and, and the U.S. Um, but in Mexico, you, you know, Catholicism is very big and. Yeah. But there was a lot of memes uh, against that were blasphemous towards you know Christianity and, and Catholicism. Um, so there's a meme showing you know Jesus on the cross in a sexual nature, like a cartoon. Yeah. And that was uh, you know nothing happened to those those posts. It, it was allowed to just remain on the platform. But to the contrary, if you post a meme about you know uh, Muhammad in a in a sexual position with a goat or something like that. Some kind of cartoon yeah. that that violates the hate speech policy. So it's just this double standard across the board, um, where yeah, you can mock Christianity, but you can't mock uh, Islam. I used to be a Muslim, and one of the things that I always knew that it, that Muslims fiercely protect their religion, mm. fiercely right. safeguard 
the the Quran and what's happened in yeah. the church, which is sad, is we don't defend our faith like we should. Yeah. And so that allows things like yeah. that to happen. So it's not only just a social media problem, but it's a church problem. Yeah, and it's certainly not just an international right. problem. It's an American problem. I mean, you get Absolutely. on Facebook these days, you know, and, and you you can post a graphic picture of Jesus, you know, uh, an illustration of Jesus, you know, dying for the sins of the world, and, man, they're going to they're gonna ban you and take that down. You know, that's, that's offensive. <laughs> but then you can have pictures of, you know, Black Lives Matter, you know, smashing people's face in, burning right. buildings to the ground, and that's okay. You know, that's something that we can accept. And so, you know, the, the bias is evil. It is an evil bias. There's no doubt about that. You know, it's that double standard, like you say. Yeah. Well, I think the double standard is not just uh, with conservative censorship. We see that the left is completely double standarded, if you will. You know, James 1.8, <laughs> the Bible says a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. And I think the reason the left is so unstable is because they cannot make up their mind. And uh, at the end of the day, they are basically enemies uh, to this nation because they want to silence us. Donald Trump knows that, and they know that he knows that. And so you can see on Twitter and every other social media platform in the world how much they hate this guy. The, the fake news media will do all that they can to hold on to the ball and get it as far down the court as they possibly can. But guys like you do encourage me. We're praying for your safety and for your family and for your stability and uh, that you know the Lord will just continue to bless you because we need guys like you. We need people on the front line lines and people that are, uh, if you will, hidden in plain sight that are exposing this nonsense. And so I just want to say thank you, Ryan, for not just being on the program, but for being bold and audacious and just being real and being an American and just being somebody that we can look to and say thank you so much for your service to this country and thank you for being willing to stand up and boldly expose some of the nonsense. So thanks for being on the program today, man. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Greg. I appreciate the opportunity. All right. Look forward to meeting you in person sometime. Sounds good. <laughs> God bless you, man. Take care. Thanks. It's really crazy to think that this stuff is happening, but it's real. It's an American nightmare. Well, yeah. it's 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 out there, folks. And it's an even if even and this is how they're sly about it. Let me give you a personal example. So I manage Greg's social media, and what they've done to Greg is they've given him reach, but they mm. shadow ban it. Yeah. For people who don't know what shadow ban is, is they take the power of the share away. So. If you have 5,000 people that share your post, they're going to limit how many of your friends mm. of those people yeah. can actually see that post. So that's called shadow banning. And so it's another way around, and it's sleight of hand, and it's just yep. really ridiculous, and um, it's really the spirit of the Antichrist. Yeah, and apparently from what you know, Mr. Hartwood said, they're trained to do that, and it's of their own discretion. So if somebody doesn't like Pastor Greg Locke, well, screw him. We're just going to shadow ban him. You know? <laughs> I know, and there's man. not one thing I can do about it. They can take your page away anytime they want to. Right, and it, it, it's shocking that, we're, that you're still up. It, you know, our friend Josh Feirstein just got his yeah. page taken down, but yep. then he had Don Jr., Got it back in like 24 hours. <laughs> got it. Got eight hours. Yeah. Oh, he, wow. He called. Mackerel. Don Jr. called the White House. Mm. And next thing you know, he had his page back next really thing quick. You know, so he got it back. At the end of the day, somebody's got power that's more powerful than Facebook. Yes. So yeah. that's that's a good thing. We know that's Jesus Christ first. Amen. But we know that there's a powerful man in the White House, too, yep. Donald J. Trump. Exactly. And a lot of this is some of the reasons why you hear us talking about on the back end. We're building lockmedia.org and all of that and putting our podcast in various places. Uh, tell them about how they can opt in, by the way, uh, with the phrase on point, one phrase, on point. They can opt in by way of a text message, and you can join the battle. You can join the fight, and you can start to get information about everything happening at Lock Media so that when they do shut us down, you can still get the content. What is it, Brian? Absolutely. You can text 53445. 
5345. You text that, then you'll get links to all the podcast platforms. Plus, you'll get updates for upcoming events. And we yep. got a big one coming up yeah. at the end of this month. Yep. And I'm going to lay that over in your court yeah. and tell you to tell us about it. Okay, cool. But all they have to do is say on point, right? On, on point, point my one bad. phrase. Yes. You're good. Yes. On point, five, three, four, four, five. Is that right? It's five, three, four, five. <laughs> <laughs> listen to that voice. Well, it's, listen, we're going to give on, you let me, a. Okay. Let me do it again. It's five, four, five. <laughs> <laughs> It's five three four four five. I love five, it. Five three four four five. You need to work on the prices, right? Again. That's right. Okay, listen, we do have something coming up, and uh, this will actually be a part of one of our big broadcasts and podcasts and live stream and the whole deal. But August the thirtieth, I get that date right. Yeah, the last Sunday of this month. We have something really cool that's going to happen at the church that I pastor. It's going to be a media fiasco, but we live in that viral world, and so we don't mind. We have on the platform with me, Pastor Greg Locke, I'm going to be preaching the truth of the gospel because the gospel is still the hope of the world and the power of God and the salvation, but standing beside me, giving his testimony for the first time in public in an actual church setting is... Roger Stone. <laughs> Man, I got to... <laughs> yeah, Roger Stone. You heard me correctly. You know who he is. This guy was just uh, exonerated, acquitted, whatever word you want to use, by President Trump, one of his dearest friends. He's been a campaign advisor for people all the way back to Nixon. He was a political genius, is a political genius, and was a little bit of a bad boy. He was saved at a Franklin Graham crusade, and I'm Amazing. telling you, what an amazing testimony he has. And Saul Roger Stone. Yeah, it's going to be a Damascus Road experience. Wow. I think he's going to be the next Charles Coulson, you know, wow. type of prison type ministry, reaching those type of people. I'm telling you, the guy is bombastically amazing. He, he's very uh, he's very flamboyant. I love it. <laughs> in his nature. But I'm Larger telling you, my wife and I sat down and we watched that show the other day, uh, Get Me Roger Stone. And if you just watched that and didn't know that guy had a conversion experience, you'd be like, why in the world is he out speaking at Greg Locke's church? Because he has had a conversion experience, and he's going to reach people that Greg Locke cannot reach. So the end of this month, we have Roger Stone at 1030, under the tent, on the platform at Global Vision, and August it is 30th. going to be amazing. Yep, August the 30th. It's yeah, going to be powerful. I'm super excited about it, and uh, it's the first, let me get this right, yep. or see if I'm getting it right. Yeah. It's the first time he's done any major event since yeah. he's got a, exonerated. So yeah, this he, is going to be huge. It's going to be super huge. You know, and it's the first time of, of any of the events that he's ever done an, an actual church service. So we're going to have a Ferris wheel. We're gonna have, no, I'm just kidding. No, I'm just Snow kidding. cone machine. Snow cone. <laughs> Ride the <Ice>. ponies. <laughs> we're going to have the whole Bring deal. your kids and fun. I, I'm sure there's going to be people show up that we have no idea. Fox, CNN, they'll all be here. You know, It's just going to be par for the course, but wow. we, uh, we enjoy that kind of stuff. It's all cool. So. Oh, man, I, I'm super excited to hear that, man. I, it, you know somebody who could use use a Roger Stone right now, hmm. Joe Biden. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Joe Biden could use a lot of things right now. You know, I actually feel sorry for the guy, like how they're exploiting that man's mental disabilities yeah. and things like that. Oh, they're definitely exploiting it. The guy doesn't, he was trying to defend his mental health the other day yeah. with a, a reporter on, on the news. And his and mental health fell apart while he's trying to defend it. In the middle of it. He, he couldn't even talk about yeah. his, you know, physical problems. And without, yeah, he couldn't even man. get the phrases right. And so I feel bad for him yes. from that standpoint. But they really just need to pull the plug and not let this guy go forward with the presidency because he's not going to be a president. He's going to be a puppet. The left's going to run the White House and run the nation and run the world. Well, I think they're using him as, when they get to the DNC nomination thing, yeah. I think that they're going to announce somebody else taking mm. his place because they can do that. Right. That could be too scandalous for Pull him. Pull him out, throw somebody else in. Who knows what they're going to do. 
But there's no way, without rigging it, without cheating, which they're going to do, there's no way the guy can beat Donald Trump. Absolutely And, and there's no way the left, the Democrats, are never going to let him stand on a debate stage because Donald Trump would pour him out, mop him up, wring out the water, and then just do it all over again and walked away totally unscathed. There's on no his worst way. day. Yeah. On his worst day. <laughs> no way this guy could have a word battle with this dude. He's a wordsmith. You there's, just, there's no, there, you know, Donald Trump is not the most eloquent of spe- right. uh, speakers, but he knows how to, he yes. knows how to cu- drive the point home. He's and forceful. Also, yeah. he, he has a spirit of disruption. He can just walk into a room and just disturb stuff. Uh, you know, his spiritual advisor, uh, uh, Paula White uh, from Florida, you know, I heard her say at an evangelical of a Trump rally a while back, that uh, you do not want to pick a fight with Donald Trump because no matter what you believe about the man, he will finish the fight in the end. Oh, <laughs> He's man. just going to finish the I'd fight. I hated to be on the wrong end of the business deal with him. Man, I'm t- the art of the deal. Well, we're watching him make some pretty good deals, and uh, he is making America great again. But, oh, uh, man. Phew, man. You, you, with everything that's going on, and this is just for Greg's listeners, with everything that's going on, it would seem as though we're, we're up, crap creek without a paddle you yeah, know like yeah. it's just all is lost there's no way we're going to yeah to win this election yeah but that's all a distraction it's all a distraction it, it's all it. the uh stuff being censored on facebook they want wow. us to see the bad polls they don't want us to see the correct polls and look at the end of the day the guy that you know he doesn't claim to be some prophet or something but the guy that has predicted all the elections i mean for decades wow. The guy says that Donald Trump has a 91%, mathematically, 91% you know, success rate on winning the presidency. And I believe he's going to do it by a landslide. I really do. I just, you know, I, I want to stay humble. I don't want to end up, you know, like Hillary Clinton's supporters in yeah. 2015, <laughs> <laughs> the night of the election. Ah! You know what I'm saying? They're so all going crazy. I just really know that God has a... a, a a plan with the sky. Yeah. Oh, sure he does. Sure and he people does. want to reject that. But, yeah. you know, when, when demons or spirits mm-hmm. that are not of God are encountered, even if it's just the anointing, yeah. it doesn't matter who the man is. Yeah. We can talk about Cyrus. Sure. Uh, who was the other guy? Samson. 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 Yeah. yeah Samson was a... He used uh, mightily of the Lord, and he was kind of perverted. Yeah, he was a messed up dude, but <laughs> yeah. the Holy Spirit had a had a plan for his life, yeah. and it's the same thing with Donald Trump, and this is stuff that you've told me. Sure. It's not something that is new to you, but... Right. There's no way that you can stop what God's trying to yeah. do. There was this other thing. This, yeah. is, this is just a segue real quick. If they lock the elections up, there is a probability that Nancy Pelosi, which is just as bad, if not worse, yeah. than Joe Biden, becoming president. <laughs> I mean, what do you say to that? Uh, I mean, no. <laughs> she can barely, I mean, it's like... Yeah, I, I, I swear she's got yeah. a flask somewhere. Well, just... what people don't realize is, you know, and, and we can kind of maybe use this to segue into one of our next programs because this is a whole program in and of itself. Yeah. But when you start throwing around names like that, people are like, well, OK, whether you like Trump or not, here's what you have to realize. We're not voting on the next four years. We're voting on the next 40 years. This guy has an opportunity to appoint at least two, if not three more Supreme Court justices and stack the deck against the left. And so when you go wow. to the polls, you're not voting for the next four years of a presidency you're voting for your kids your kids kids and your kids 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 okay we're voting for the next 40 years ladies and gentlemen because if we don't stack the deck if we don't win a few things back then they're never going to shut down Planned Parenthood and they're going to (laughs) continue to conservatively censor us more so than they already are and so we'll certainly have some people that we interview on a future broadcast about that but you just remember that and you take that to the bank ladies and gentlemen that we are not voting for a president so that we can save America for four years we're voting on a leader that will save America for the next 
40 years. No doubt about that. Thanks for listening today to the On Point Podcast. I'm your host, Pastor Greg Locke, my co-host, Brian Lane, and we're excited to be right here wherever you're listening to us about faith, family, and politics. We love you. God bless you. We'll talk to you real soon.